that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? It's your man, Ben's Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing? All right. New details concerning the guy that jumped overboard in the world's largest cruise ship. All right. American college student has been identified as the passenger who went overboard from the world's largest cruise ship. The passenger who went overboard overboard off the world's largest cruise ship on Tuesday has been identified by his family as 19-year-old Sigmund Rapich. He went overboard from Royals Caribbean's Wonder of the Seas off the coast of Cuba during the seven-day cruise that left from Port Canaveral, Florida, according to the United States officials and company spokesperson. Excuse me. All right, he went overboard from Royal Caribbean's Wonders of the Seas off to the coast of Cuba during the seven-day cruise that left from Port Canaveral, Florida, according to the U.S. officials and a company spokesperson. A spokesperson for the Royal Caribbean told news sources that the ship's crew immediately began a search for the missing person and was working with local authorities. The individual who went overboard has been identified as 19-year-old Sigmund Rapich, a family member told news sources. Savannah Rapich told news sources that she has been in touch with the United States Embassy of Cuba, which has been working with the Cuban Embassy. Uh, Rapich said Cuban officials are no longer searching at sea and have moved the search to coast and land. A Coast Guard spokesperson told news sources that the incident happened over Cuban territorial seas and they are not conducting search and rescue efforts. Since the teenager is a United States citizen, the Coast Guard will meet with the cruise ship when it arrives back in the country to conduct an investigation. Rapage said her brother was on the cruise on a vacation with his best, with his best friends co-worker and co-worker's family. Sig is a great kid, never got in trouble, never caused any trouble. He's very intelligent. He gets he gets A's in calculus, physics, and government high school with no effort. He is a college student as well and works too. He is a kind, he is a kind, reserved and humble kid who also loves to make people laugh she also stated, I always call him the cool, calm, and collected sibling. Video shared by cruise passengers on TikTok shows a rescue boat near the cruise ship attempting to locate the passenger who went overboard. We actually have a report of a man overboard. We have slowed the ship down. We have turned around and we are heading back to the position that we had at that time. We will start a search and rescue operations. An employee can be heard saying through the cruise PA system. All right, so they found him. Uh, it, they found him dead, though, right? The American college student identified as passenger who went overboard from world's largest cruise ship. So, let me see this. Oh, this is something else. All right. So, the passenger who went overboard 
off of the world's largest cruise ship on Tuesday has been identified by his family as 19-year-old Sigmund Rappish. That means he's dead, though. He went overboard from Royal Caribbean's Wonder of the Seas off of the coast of Cuba during the seven-day cruise that left from Port Canaveral, Florida, according to the U.S. officials and a company spokesperson. The spokesperson for Royal Caribbean told news sources that the ship crew immediately began a search for the missing person and was working with local authorities. The, the individual who went overboard has been identified as 19-year-old Sigmund Rappage, a family member who told news sources that the individual who went overboard has been identified as 19-year-old Sigmund Rappage. All right, so... That's what I'm saying. He passed away, so I didn't really get the information that he's really dead. I don't want to go in-depth with it. Let me see this article. This one says, World Caribbean cruise passenger who could not swim goes overboard in Singapore straight. So he's dead, yeah. Savannah Rappage told news sources that she has been in touch with the U.S. Embassy in Cuba, which has been working with the Cuban Embassy. Rapid said Cuban officials are no longer searching at sea and have moved the search to the coast and land. A Coast Guard uh, spokesperson told news sources that the incident happened over Cuban territorial seas and that they are conducting a, they are no longer conducting a search and rescue effort. Since the teenager is a United States citizen, the Coast Guard will meet the cruise ship with when it arrives back in the country to conduct an investigation. So, yeah, so, well, they find him. I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm not trying to say that, but they didn't indicate that he's alive. But I believe that he is dead because they had to identify who he is, all right? So there's no reports of him being alive, so he's dead. So pretty sure that's what it is. Why the hell he jumped over the goddamn boat and he don't even know how to swim? That's the worst thing that anybody could do. If you do not know how to swim, you do not jump over the damn boat, all right? You are going to hurt yourself or potentially kill yourself. Like, what's wrong with people? Damn. Anyway, moving along. Orlando, Florida, six-year-old dies a mother is still injured after Orlando drive-by shooting, police say. Orlando, Florida, a six-year-old child has died after being injured in a drive-by shooting, and it happened in Orlando, police said. The child, Ajalia Hashem, was killed in a shooting that happened near Poppy Avenue around 8 p.m. in the Carver Shores neighborhood. A 19-year-old man, Isaiah Wright, was also killed in the same shooting that day. The youngest girl, I mean, the young girl's mother was, was also injured but remains in the hospital. The police believe that the child and her mother was not the attended targets of that shooting. In a statement from the, in a statement from the Orange County Public Schools superintendent, she said, my heart goes out to the Eagles Nest Elementary community, which has just lost a six-year-old student to gun violence last night. Aja, excuse me, Ajalia 
Hashem and her mother were victims of a shooting on Tuesday. Our students should not have to live in a world where their lives are in danger in their own neighborhoods. I cannot imagine the pain Ajalia's family is going through. We cannot accept these types of tragedies have become all too common in our communities. I mean, this uh, we cannot accept that these tragedies have become all too common in our communities. This will not stop until we all work together to end these appalling tragedies. Homicide detectives ask for anyone with information to call the Orlando police. All right, so another gun violence in America. I don't know. I'll jump on these stories, make y'all people understand what's going on because you got to be aware, right? So, you know, I use a little bit of my, not a little bit. I use journalism integrity, but the content is not like in depth, all right? Sometimes I do go in deep. Sometimes it depends on the um it depends on which story if it hit home or if it's something that I know if it's a story that I know and I will do research on it but these stories like this happen they all too common just like the uh, superintendent said of that district uh it is all too common it happens all the time so I hope you people understand and hear what I say and that this transparency that I set before me is very clear to everybody that's listening. All right, moving along. Could Trump run for president again? That's the question. What to know about a law that some say bans him, bans Trump from doing that? Okay. Although former President Donald Trump is facing various indictments, he remains the front-runner for the Republican Party's presidential nomination in the 2024 election. However, there's an effort among some Democratic groups and legal experts to use a clause in one of the amendments to the United States Constitution to block him from the ballots next year. How can someone be disqualified from running for president? All right. Besides not meeting the requirements set forth in the Constitution for who can be president, some believe a portion of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution could also be used to disqualify someone from running for president. What is the 14th Amendment? All right. Let me tell you. On the website of the United States Senate, it is stated that the 14th Amendment was passed in 1866 and ratified two years later. According to Congress website, the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution consists of multiple sections. The section relevant to the topic at hand reads, no person shall be a senator or a representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office civil or military under the united states or under any state who having previously taken an oath as a member of the congress or as an officer of the united states or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state 
to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may be a vote of two-thirds of each house remove such disability. All right. Have any legal experts talked about the possibility of using the 14th Amendment, um, 14th Amendment against former President Donald Trump? According to the according to Miss Stephanie Lindquist, a foundation professor of law and political science at Arizona State University, a law review article on the issue has been written. Two conservatives law professors, one from the University of Chicago and the other from the University of St. Thomas, have written a very clearly influential law review article in which they make the argument that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment clearly disqualifies Mr. Donald Trump to the extent that he gave aid and comfort to, that's the language of the amendment, to the January 6th insurrectionists said Ms. Lindquist. According to Lindquist, while there may be a valid historical and legal claim that the amendment applies to Trump on grounds listed above by Lindquist, there are still questions on how Section 3 would work. The question of whether Section 3, that power of this, that power of disqualification is something that is what we call in law self-executing, or whether it requires Congress to pass a statute that specifically disqualifies individuals and that it needs congressional enforcement to actually work, said Ms. Lindquist. Ms. Lindquist lists a number of other questions as well. So if indeed a state electoral official chooses to ban Donald Trump from the ballot or if a lawsuit is brought to ban Donald Trump from a ballot somewhere in the United States, then the court will have to address the issue as to whether Donald Trump actually meets the criteria in Section 3. Did Donald Trump engage in insurrection or rebellion? Were his actions, were his actions sufficient in terms of his speech on the mall that day to constitute an insurrection or rebellion under Section 3? Or was he given aid and comfort to individuals who were engaging in such an insurrection? Enemies of the United States Constitution on that day, said Lindquist. How likely is it that Section 3 will be used? Question. Lindquist said the courts would have a hard time addressing this because they don't have the results of the federal case or the Georgia case against Trump. In addition, she said, the United States Supreme Court may be very reluctant about widening into this issue so close to the presidential election. The Constitution binds all of us right, said Ms. Lindquist. It binds government officials, but it also is something that every citizen has a responsibility to respect as this information goes out into the world about disqualification under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, it may be that, you know, this is a persuasive argument to the public that voting against Donald Trump is appropriate under the Constitution, but that 
I think is a judgment that each individual voter will make based upon his or her own conscience. According to a 2022 article by the Associated Press, voters from a congressional district once represented by Republican Madison Cawthorn, as well as voters from the congressional district currently represented by Major Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'm sorry, Marjorie Taylor Greene, have alleged in legal filings that evidence shows the two helped facilitate the January 6th insurrection. Green, Marjorie Green, according to a challenge filed with Georgia Secretary of State, either helped plan the riot or helped plan the demonstration held beforehand, knowing that it was substantially likely to lead to the attack and otherwise voluntarily aided the insurrection. Somewhat similar allegations were lodged with the North Carolina Board of Elections against Carthorn who spoke at the Save America rally before the riot, saying the crowd has some fighting in it. All right. On their part, Green and Carthorn have said they did nothing unlawful, such as encouraging political violence or participating in an insurrection. Ultimately, Green was found to be qualified to run for re-election and was re-elected to Congress in 2022. While the challenge against Carthorne's candidacy became a moot mater as he lost against another Republican in the primary election for the seat he was holding, the clause, according to news sources, was used successfully on at least one occasion in recent years. In 2022, a New Mexico State District Court judge disqualified a county commission in the state from holding public office as a result of his actions on January 6th. All right? Want me to tell you that one again? In 2022, a New Mexico State District Court judge disqualified a county commission in the state from holding public office as a result of his actions on January 6th. The judgment from New Mexico State judge permanently barred Cooey Griffin, who was previously convicted in federal court of a misdemeanor for entering Capitol grounds on January 6th without going inside the building from federal and local public office. He was also removed from his position as county commissioner and barred from serving as a presidential elector. All right. So is there a possibility that goddamn Trump could Trump run for president again? You see, and what to know about a law that some says bans him from doing that. All right, I broke it down for you so you can understand it, so you can feel it, so you can see what's really going on for the people that don't know what's going on because it's your man, Benz Pharrell. This is what we do out here. We think out loud and we try to get to the goddamn resolution or the solution. We try to get the resolution or we try to come up with a solution. You see what I'm saying? Because that's what we need to get things done and fixed around here. You feel what I'm saying? But this is what I'm going to tell you. I don't know or I'm not sure if the president did any harm doing on the January 6th insurrection. Yeah, this might sound crazy on my part, but ladies and gentlemen, 
I think the lawyers that's representing Trump in this situation in Georgia with Fannie uh, Willis, uh, the things that I've heard in the details that I researched on other platforms, it looked like Trump has a case or Trump has a defense that might make him look like he did no wrongdoings. I'm just going to put that out there for right now. You see what I'm saying? Because that's what I, that's the information that I've retrieved. You see what I'm saying? I try to inquire and get some inquiries on what's really going on over there in Fulton County. But it looks like Trump legal team has a defense. They got a defense and it looks strong uh, for right now. I don't think none of the people are worried or on what's going to happen. I don't think nobody's going to get convicted in this Rico case that's been thrown by Fannie Mae. I mean, I mean Fannie Willis. I don't see that's goddamn Charlemagne's fault that I'm saying this. It's his fault. I said Fannie Mae. You see, he done rebranded this woman's name and caught the... You know, I didn't want to call her a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Because she be tripping. I don't want her to throw a fucking Rico case on me because she's just passing them out like it's goddamn Halloween candy or something. I don't know what's wrong with Fanny. But goddamn it, I don't want no problem with this lady because she's quick to throw a Rico case. But guess what? She can't throw no Rico case at me because I'm a lone ranger, all right? Yeah, I might have a group of people, but guess what? We ain't doing nothing illegal here, all right? So, I don't know. But like I said, from the legal team that's representing Trump, it looks like he has done no wrongdoing. That's what it's looked like from what I'm seeing. I could be wrong, all right? Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know if it's a good idea if Trump be president again. I don't think it's a good idea. See what I'm saying? I don't know. There's a, um, I think, what's his name? Robert Kennedy Jr. Or, I'm probably saying it wrong, but there's, like him, I'm looking at him as a candidate to run for president. He looks a little bit like I heard his ideologies and his plans and what he feels like it needs to be done in this country, and it sounds plausible for now. You see what I'm saying? So that's the best thing that I could say. He represents the Democrats. You see, I don't know how the other candidacy feels about that. But I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? I told you I've been busy. It's like I got to squeeze this into my schedule and stuff. I'm trying to put as much content as I can put up in there. And then, you know, I got to do a lot of studying and stuff like that. You got to do a lot of studying, writing. You got to make sure the program gets together. You got to do it in the perfect way. You see what I'm saying? Then I got to add a little couple of laughters and jokes to make you smile a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because people had a long day. And this is like an escape, escapism for the people out there that works a nine-to-five job because this is what my podcast is all about, to get you out of there so you can think somewhere else, all right? It's your boy. It's your man, Ben's Pharrell, your cousin, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Please subscribe to my YouTube 
I know I haven't been active on YouTube at all, but I will be. I will give you some good content. I promise you that. All right. You could use the name Box Benji. Type it in the search engine. Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You can follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Threads. You can follow me on TikTok. All right. All you got to do is type Box Benji in the search engine. You will see your man. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Home. It's the home of Harlem nights, party at the Bodega, 